Come away, O human child, to the waters and the wild, with a fairy hand in hand, for the world's more full of weeping than you can understand. This is an excerpt from a poem by William B. Yeats called The Stolen Child. And it's about Irish mythology, especially about a fairy telling a child to escape the harshness of reality with her. I promise that this will all make sense by the end of the episode. Hello everyone, I'm Pedro Graterol and this is Notes, a podcast about arts, culture and politics. And today's episode is going to be a discussion about the 2014 movie The Song of the Sea directed by Tom Moore and strongly based on Irish mythology. Before anything, I would like to make the disclaimer that there will be spoilers for the film in this discussion, so I would really recommend to watch it first. However, I will provide a brief recap of the movie in 3, 2, 1. Song of the Sea follows a family that lives in a lighthouse on an island of the Irish coast. The father is greatly affected by the loss of his wife, Bronach, a selkie, which is a traditional Irish mythological creature that is sort of like a mermaid, but it becomes a seal when it hits the water. It is presumed that she dies in childbirth when her second child, Saoirse, was born, leaving her oldest son, Ben, greatly affected. Because of his father's emotional state and the living conditions, both Ben and Saoirse are taken by their grandmother to live with her in the city, once in the city, the kids learn that Circe is also a selkie and that she must be returned to her coat to survive and to save a wide ensemble of mythical creatures who live in their community. They meet these creatures along to their journey, which at the end is fulfilled and everyone lives happily ever after. To be fairly honest, this is one of my favorite movies, especially because of the way that it is animated. The visual aspects of the film are refreshingly traditional. There is not a profound emphasis in attempting to look realistic or to create a three-dimensional perspective, which is a tendency that I have seen in recent animated films whose images are not entirely computer-generated. It gives it a feeling of a children's picture book. I assure you that every frame in this movie can be a painting on its own. Additionally. The movie provides a lot of visual cues that enhance the storytelling techniques used. In addition, the storytelling is superb. The usage of parallelism is very interesting and it fully draws the audience into a world of Irish myths, which for me at least were a really new experience. However, one thing that I believe the movie could have done a little bit better is the fact that the world building is not really clear as the stakes for some of the characters, especially the mythological ones, are not very defined. A character's adventure through trauma. Now that my impressions on the movie were defined, I think it's pertinent to start the discussion. The first point that I want to bring is the complexity of the character of Ben, the protagonist of the movie, as he provides insight on the power that stories have to process the world that surrounds him and to deal as a child with the complexities of his life. Ben is severely affected by the death of his mother, who, as a selkie, had to return to the sea to give birth to his sister, Circe, when he was very young. This is manifested by his constant fear of water, as he believes that she drowned. The movie shows that he and her, his mother had a very close connection, and when she passed away, 
he was not provided with clear emotional support from his father, who was, as well, severely afflicted by the death of his wife. Therefore, he clings to the memories that he had from his mother, who taught him a lot of Irish traditional stories, as it is seen from the opening of the movie. In addition, he develops certain animosity with his sister. This is likely caused by the fact that his father, father pays more attention to her and that he associates her as the reason why his mother went away, as it is seen in the moment where both Saoirse and Ben were playing on the beach. Yet one of the most interesting aspects of the film is that Ben places a lot of emphasis on the stories that he remembers listening, especially that of the giant MacLear and his mother the witch Owl Maka. As Ben and Saoirse start traveling through the mythical landscape of their community, he starts growing fonder of his sister as they meet the mythical characters, because he realizes that their story is very similar to what he was going through. The giant MacLear lost someone whom he loved and was encouraged by his mother, the witch Maka, to avoid his feelings, so he was left petrified, which parallels the hap what happened with his dad and the influence that his grandma was playing in the situation. By analyzing his situation with the help of those stories, he realizes the complexity of his situation and was able, was able to overcome his fears. This confrontation has a foil on the character of his grandmother, and because of the parallelism present in the story with Owl Witch Maka, as she's shown in several locations avoiding her feelings. She tells her son not to think about the death of his wife, and when she has to confront the disappearance of Circe when she discovers that she's a Selkie, she deflects it by saying that she has to get her medicine. This is amplified by the character of Maka, who serves as an antagonist to Ben and Circe. She literally bottles up emotions and, after being confronted by Ben, realizes that it was a mistake to not face the feelings that she was experiencing. The movie therefore invites us to use stories, or whatever means that we have in our hands to face the emotions that we experience, because if we do, we will obtain insights to deal with the world around us. The movie through the eyes of children. One of the things that I thought the movie could have done a little bit better was world building. I didn't think it was very clear what were the stakes and motivations of some of the mythological characters. But upon thinking a lot about it, I realized that this adds a layer of perspective to the storytelling techniques of this, of this movie, rather than diminishing them. Since the main characters are kids, the story is told through the perspective of children, who are still trying to understand the world that surrounds them, and would do the same if confronted with a mythical world. Furthermore, another way the movie places us in the perspective of the young minds of the protagonists is by making us understand their story through the lens of the mythical characters. The mountain that is next to the lighthouse, for instance, actually Luke, who is actually MacLear, resembles a lot to Ben's father, and both Maka and the grandmother look alike. This gives the audience the opportunity to experience the association that Ben is doing at the same time as he does, and I think this makes the story very powerful.
This takes us back to the opening of the episode, the poem, where William B. Yeats says through the voice of a fairy to a child that they should escape to the magical world to avoid the very complex harshness of reality. But I think that Song of the Sea brings an alternative for that. Maybe we should go into the world of fairy tales and other stories not to escape, but to seek an understanding of our reality. So, this is the end of today's episode. This was made, this was made possible with Anchor. And I hope that you have a nice day.